Welcome to the Ethos Forum podcast, an exploration of leadership in higher education. I'm your host, Mark Douglas. This is part two of my conversation with Professor Helen Bartlett, Vice-Chancellor of Federation University. We pick up this conversation when Helen reflects on a time when she was a less experienced leader. There is always change on the horizon in higher education and, and you, in your leadership roles, have been an agent of change. Do you bear any scars or learnings around managing change about what does and doesn't work? Mm. I think one of the biggest learnings from my career is that you cannot drive it on your own. You cannot be the only bearer of a change direction. And I look back in my career and, and, and see a time, probably one more than one time, when I was overly driven and uh, felt that, you know, if I drive everything, uh, everybody else will follow and mm. step in line. But in actual fact, you know, um, that does not create a good working environment, mm. doesn't create a happy place if it's all about work and... And just, all about and, you and, and your vision. And all about you, exactly. So I think, you know, fundamental learning for me over the years is that... Um, you know, as a leader, actually, um, you're there to serve. And so you have to bring other people on. You have to let other people shine, promote them into, you know, more opportunities to maximize uh, their own abilities. Mm -hmm. You have to ensure that everybody in your team, your immediate team and your wider team, is fully on board and mm -hmm. has participated in the discussions that lead to a change direction mm -hmm. and uh, bearing in mind that sometimes you do have to move more quickly than others, mm. don't always have the luxury of two or three years to build mm. up to um, a, quite a, a big organisational change, but regardless, when, even when there is a need to move very fast either because of financial reasons mm. or because of uh, you know regulatory mm. matters or, or you know broader environmental issues there is still important to bring people on board and i think you know my experience if if you um if you are able to explain clearly if you're really honest and transparent about why something needs to happen why it needs to happen relatively quickly and what you can do as a team to work through this together mm. and problem solve it together mm. if you can get everybody on board to see that the direction is is the best option mm. there are always other options mm. but if you can work that through together commitment will come. You seem to be displaying a little bit of humility after some years of experience in, in leadership that leaders need to have a vision and a direction and we have to drive it and make it happen but you're saying that less experienced leaders can trip over their own enthusiasm by failing to bring others with them. Yeah that, uh, that's a fundamental learning for me and uh, you don't get it right all the time of course and there yeah. will always be people that don't like the direction and, you're going in. Yes, so you, you can't necessarily have everybody on board, no, can you? you can't. So everybody has choices, and mm. I think that a leader helps people to make those choices because we all have to follow our own sort of, you know, our own drive and mm. um, 
passions and so on. And uh, if you are taking an organisation in a particular direction, some people may feel, well, yeah, that's that's not for me. And helping those people find a better place, mm. Mm. They, they won't just disappear. So either... You know, they have to. You have to find ways to bring them on board differently somehow. Um, find different sort of roles and mm-hmm. opportunities for them, or help them uh, find a, a different career direction mm-hmm. that that's uh, a better fit. You've mentioned trust and the building of trust, and you've mentioned teamwork as important. Mm-hmm. When I look at the executive of universities that's often comprised of heads of faculties and people responsible for research and academic. I often see a group of people that are embedded within silos to some extent to create teamwork from a top team in higher education seems to be particularly hard. It seems to me to be like getting teamwork out of the United Nations. Everyone cares far more about their own tribe or team rather than the bigger institution itself. How do you build teamwork amongst this group of people that are strongly embedded within their own area? Mm. Look, um, it is a, a huge challenge and every university faces um, the same sort of challenges. And uh, how do you do it? I think there's a lot here about changing the way in which universities work. To try and change that silo mentality to one that is more uh, multidisciplinary or interdisciplinary Mm. um, where building a better appreciation that in today's world uh, we cannot work in isolation Mm. in our own disciplines. So you challenge the concept of these disciplines and and tribes and to ensure that they are valuing beyond the silo walls. Yes. And I think the other part of that is um, simplifying university structures. Mm. I'm not a, a great lover of the multiple bureaucratic layers mm. that we tend mm. to create in universities. Mm. I'm keen on flatter structures mm. where there is a, is a clearer accountability associated mm. with being a leader mm. and where those leaders of schools or faculties are part of a corporate group as well, understanding that they they are part of the university leadership and they have to work together and we have to get partnerships and collaboration with industry, with community, Mm. with business Mm. and it works much better when you have academic leaders who will work with each other to maximise those sorts of Mm. partnerships. Well, that concludes episode two of this conversation with Professor Helen Bartlett, Vice-Chancellor at Federation University. The third and final episode of this conversation with Professor Bartlett discusses in some detail the specific role of universities in regional communities.